Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN with Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stalter. We're going to pause the uh, the football conversation because we're joined by one of Jamie and I's absolute favorite people. It's Reed Lowe. Reed Lowe is in the house. He was down talking to, who were you talking to, Marty down yeah. at uh, WIL. WIL? Good stuff. Yep. Reed, Reed, it's always good to see you, man. How things I, been? Dude, I'm doing really, really good. And, you know, it's, they've done a little, they've changed it up a little bit, spruced it up a little bit in here since I was in here last. But a little bit. I love this studio. I spent a bunch of time in here with you yeah, and, and the rest of the boys. So it's good to be back. Well, they did all this because Anthony cried. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you did. It was okay. You shed real tears, which was impressive because normal people can't fake that. So I know you got emotional. But he was tired of all the other stations getting brand new wraps and signage he came in man he dug his feet in he had a sit-in he wouldn't leave the studio until somebody made a decision to spice it up here so anthony they, thank you you're very welcome jamie yeah, i started to stink reed is what happened they're like we got to get this guy out so yeah jamie jamie's telling the truth how much hockey are you, are you taking in these days because i know last time we talked you're, you you love hockey obviously mm-hmm. but you're one of the it, I always feel like former athletes are kind of falling into one of two categories. You know, one it's like, ah, just give me one more shift, and uh, other other former athletes are like, I'm good, I played, I'm good, and I feel like you fit into the to the latter category. Yeah, without question, I, I retired at 31 years of age. I remember like it was yesterday, July 12th. I was working up at a performance center in Chesterfield with Jacks, uh, uh, Jamal Mayers, and Bryce Salvador, and we're doing uh, planks, and I just stood up and I'm like, all right, I'll see you guys later. They're like, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm like. You will not see me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm done. They're like, you're done what? I'm like, I'm retiring. I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't do and, it anymore. And, and honestly, it wasn't the planks. It was the going back and, and having to fight again. Like, I broke my jaw completely in half. I got a plate and four screws in my chin. And at the end of the day, that was kind of the beginning of the end for me. I never really liked the job the fighting aspect of the job. What I loved about the job was that I had an opportunity to make my teammates more valuable, two inches taller and 20 pounds heavier. And I love that they love that of me as in a kid that kind of grew up with not a whole lot of friends. When I grew into that role, it was kind of something that I really embraced. And so when I realized that the pain that I was going to live after the age of 30 wasn't, and I wanted to eat soup with a spoon, not a straw when I was 45, (laughs) I thought, listen, I've already accomplished making the NHL. I've been struggling in the minors the last two years. What am I doing? Let's go find what else is next in the world for me. So I'm glad I did it. But yeah, I I don't, I I play a charity game here too, but I really don't enjoy putting skates on my feet. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't enjoy really playing much, but like if we're out having a, if we're going to Nashville for the weekend and playing with against the predator alumni, I'm not missing that trip. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll gut out an hour skate that day, but um, I watch it here and there, fair weather. I do a lot of tastings, and I'm real busy with my auction business that I do. So, um, But I always follow the blues. I'm huge. I, I bleed blue. Yeah, Good so man. one thing, too, to remember for listeners and yourself, Anthony, is 
Like, it's one thing to work your way up the food chain, like Losey did. Like, when you, you come in from junior hockey, you go to the minors, and you're fighting everybody, and then you get to the NHL, and that's the pinnacle. You get to the NHL. It's a whole other story when you start walking down the mountain on the other side, mm. and you got a bunch of animals in the jungle that are trying to climb up. They're starting their ascent. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're filet mignon on the menu for the next knuckle dragger from, you know, God knows where. He wants to fight you. So, I, Losey, I totally agree. You, last thing you want to do at 30 31 is now you got this 20 year old kid who his biggest moment's fighting Reed Lowe. Yeah. Reed Lowe couldn't think twice about fighting this guy. Yeah. And riding a yeah. bus for $95,000. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 could, I, I could go sell stuff from a garage sale and make 60 on eBay. Let's go figure something out, you know? And no bus. <laughs> you don't worry about the bus. So, Losey, talk a little bit about what you're doing now because I, I find it really interesting. Uh, because you've always been a hustler, like always, like whether it was hockey and anything else, you're always hustling. You're always out there making friends and people just love hanging out with you and doing things. I mean, I'm one of them. I love you. You know that. So what are you doing now? You got an auction business and you got a booze business. Yeah. Fill us in a little bit. Yeah. So coming out of COVID, I, uh, you know, I was working for the blues alumni doing marketing and, and, uh, you know, s- sponsorships and building their events. And when we all got furloughed, cause nothing was going on, I had to kind of get out on my own and do something. So I engaged myself more in the beverage company, um, because we had to shift gears too and get <clears throat> off premise rather than on premise. So we had to go into liquor stores rather than, uh, restaurants because they weren't open. Mm. So I helped with that development and getting us into a couple different places. And then once it started to kind of come out people started calling me for the auction stuff again and uh yeah so i just do uh charity auctions um i help consult i do the auctions i help build the auctions set the auction uh schedule up um if some of the consulting means like they have some hockey people or some people that i can help either sell some tickets or grow that are in their database i'll make some phone calls for them just try and get out there and and help it and you know there's a cost that comes with that for me like i do charge but like i tell everybody i either go get a real job and help a few people or or I get to take my love to the whole community and I get to help a ton of people and help my family at the same time. So I enjoy what I do. You know, um, I'm always bringing something to the table with an autograph or some tickets or whatever else. And so that's my true passion. Uh, the fun part is I'm a third generation auctioneer. My dad and grandfather, are both auctioneers. I never went to auction school. I worked for Richie brothers auctioneers and kind of learned how to do that through bid catching. But, um, that's where my true passion lies. But this liquor business has been fun. And, um, uh, you know, I took it over a year and a half ago. So I had to get in there and kind of learn about it. And um, now I really focus on getting into those restaurants and building relationships and understanding that I want a a relationship-based company, not a customer-based company. Uh, We're all small boutique. I've got wines they only make five, 600 cases of. So I really can't be in a mass distribution uh, spot where I have to go to all these places because they really don't have that much to give me. So um, it's been fun learning a new business. I love learning new stuff. I retired from the NHL and went and worked for Ritchie Brothers Auctioneer, some auction company with no equipment knowledge and end up running the entire Midwest. So I'm not scared to jump in the deep end without a life jacket on and figure something new out. That's incredible. Now, if somebody want, if somebody's listening and says, hey, we got some charity events coming up and they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to reach out to you? You can go to my uh, Reedlow34 Facebook page. You can message me in there and then go and, and like it and follow. Um, I about two and a half months ago, I started doing Friday Night Fights with your boy Losey. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. I've seen them. It's good. Yeah, everybody's great. going nuts over this stuff. Because I know you're not that savvy. I am so not that savvy. I'm so not that savvy. The first the one I saw. The production's great. Yeah, it's I phenomenal. looked at it and I was like, there's no way. Yeah. I'm like, you do a great job of describing it, but I'm like, you know, they got him with the jerseys and oh, he's holding yeah. that iPad like he actually knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a guy that I met about five months ago. Um, and so this idea, actually, I got to footnote this because this is not my idea. This is Jeff Lavecchio's idea. He, we 
about two years ago, we were we met out social media. I'm like, how can I do it? Because I'm a complete dunce when it comes to any of that stuff. I can get on stage. I can talk a starving dog off a meat wagon. Like I can do a whole lot of things, but electronics and details are not my friend. <laughs> and so Jeff's like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. I'm like, I'll I'll do I'll do, I'll do it. And so I met this Corey guy. Um, now he's helping me run my uh, my events company and help me with the planning and stuff like that. And then I met Tommy, who's a who's a videographer, and we just got together and we just again jumped in the deep end we had no idea what we were doing we were up at uh, my buddy mike wood's gym to start out and then we did a couple in my living room and um i, I it's been a busy couple three weeks so i ran out so unfortunately i'm not going to have one uh, tomorrow night because we have an event and it just got too busy but we'll pick it back up next week and yeah. it's a lot of fun i love talking about what it was i love kind of shooting some stuff at John, uh, donnie brashear like i got to and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, but it's good and it's been unbelievable because uh the amount of text messages and messages that I've received on how awesome it was like makes me feel good that I'm doing something people are enjoying. Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot of fun. Those videos are great. What's unique about it that I like is, and trust me, Losey has enough fights where he could just use his own fights forever. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But I like that you use other guys' fights mm-hmm. too, and you go in and you describe it because I, I don't know of many hockey fans that that aren't fans of the fights yeah. they can say whatever they want but you know behind closed doors they're firing up that youtube and they're checking out some fights well uh, reed one of the things that's interesting like jamie <laughs> i always love telling the story so when reed and i were doing radio you know way back when you were filling in you know throughout the various shows and a lot of times we'd be paired up together i i looked at reed one time i go reed dude i, I you got to teach me hockey you know like i you got to <laughs> You got to show me, right? And Reed, Reed was generous enough. He goes, come over to the house, all right? Big Reed's a huge wine guy, as you guys know. Oh, yeah. Come over to the house. We have some wine, and, you know, the, the games will be on. I think it was a playoff game. I'm like, awesome, I'm in. So I told Chris, I'm going out. Here we go. I'm going to Reed Lowe's house. going to learn some hockey. <laughs> I got home. I- I get home and the next day or whatever, uh, you know, I get home or I was talking to her the the next morning and she's like, "How great was it? How you know? Did you, did you get all these hockey notes?" I go, "Nope, we got hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned nothing. I learned more about wine than yes. hockey last night. <laughs> That's a fact. But anyways, back to the fights. So sometimes I'll you know I'll go to Jamie. I go, Jamie, what? What are you thinking in a fight? Because I just think, all right, but it's boxing. The technique that Jamie's showing me. What you can do—that's what I love about it. You guys go into this, and you're you're, you're grabbing the jersey, you're like Jamie, you're punching the arm, and it's all about leverage. And I love when you when you're breaking that down. You don't understand how much technique is involved when it comes to fighting. Losey's one of the best. I don't say that because he's sitting here. I honestly, for a big man in the heavyweight category that he was in, one of the best technical fighters I've ever seen. Left hand, right hand, cross grip, over under. You were awesome, man. You, honestly, your your technical side of your fighting was it, it exceeded just even how tough you were. Well, wow, thank you. Um, you know, I worked on it a lot. I watched a lot of video. Um, it was my craft. And another thing that a lot of people don't know about me is I've never been in a bar fight or a street fight ever in my life. And mostly because I I'm not a fighter. Like I don't I didn't like doing it. I did it because it was either that or I wasn't going to have any chance of making sure. the NHL. And so um, kind of similar to that, my old hockey coach Al Tour was so good to me and mentored me so much when I was in the Western Hockey League, which I played two years in the Western Hockey League, and I found this out on HockeyFights.com. Seventy three fights. 
in 123 games. <laughs> Damn. It was, it was animalistic. It was ridiculous. 73. So, yeah, it was crazy. So, um, but he used to teach me a lot of the techniques. We'd we'd work it out, um, and then I don't know, man. I just like it was it was what I was supposed to do. I was a terrible hitter. I wasn't that great of a skater. I had pretty decent hands for a big guy. I could get around the ice. I really worked hard. My uh, going into my third year pro hockey on my skating, just because I was couldn't even get any ice in the American Hockey League. How am I supposed to make the NHL? So I really had to work hard on my skating. I did that and then, you know, got my opportunity. And my first year in the NHL, I wasn't letting it go. I was in nine fights in my first nine game, 17 fights in 26, and ended up at 26 fights in 56 games. So wow. I just, I, I, and, and I remember it was in like seventh game, and Joel Quinville calls me in the game before. He's like, Are you going to fight every night this year? You don't have to fight every I'm like, game. I'm like, Well, do you want uh, Keith Kachuk to score a power play goal every single night? Well, if he can, I'm like, well, if I can, you know? <laughs> like if it's necessary, I'm going to do it every single night. But I was so nervous and I was just like so amped up before a game just because I just didn't want to ever feel like I wasn't getting my job done. Or I was disappointing my teammates. So I would just for the first eight, 10 games, I just went out and hunted somebody on the just first get shift. get it out of the way. Just get it out of yeah. the way. And then I can play hockey. <laughs> Job's done. Don't have to worry about it again. If something happens, I could come back. Sure. Two in a night's not too many. Yeah. Done that many times. <laughs> wow. But I really just felt like I had to get that monkey off my back so that I could just be relaxed and not look over my shoulder. Well, one thing is that, uh, and I, I know I could speak for Jamie on this. Reed, you put, you put everything that you've got into what you do man and it's always a pleasure to chat with you love to hear what you're what you're doing these days you always got uh, your hand in various things but it's it's amazing man. you give 100 percent. you guys remind me of each other in that regard jamie you're the same way it's like jamie's just whatever we're doing <laughs> yeah. like, whatever whatever i'm doing man he it's just, he's just like, uh, the most ridiculous full-time job ever in the history of the world with everything he's got going on in fact no i doubt. think he trumps me actually <laughs> well when your fourth liners are bubble players you better be a hard worker <laughs> reed always good to see you man and always we're gonna good. see you uh friday night right yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night, night. Yeah, tomorrow. perfect yeah. yeah you bet guys perfect time to talk about that we got our Blues Warriors Awards Gala. We're going to be out broadcasting live 2 to 6, River City Casino and Hotel. Later that evening, you got the inaugural Blues Warriors Awards Gala that's going to be taking place. You can enjoy an evening of dinner, drinks, awards, live auction. Jamie's going to be there. Reed's going to be there. Cam Jansen, Tony Twist, and a lot more. Tickets for Blues Warriors Awards Gala are on sale. 101ESPN.com. It all supports the Blues Warrior Hockey. Reed, be good, man. It's good seeing you, brother. Always, brothers. Love you very much, and uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Always, that was brother. our pleasure.